What's up, everybody? This is Cole Bowling with the Bowling Group at Keller Williams Realty, One Legacy Partners here in Topeka, and you are listening to Topeka Business Uncensored. Here we go. Hey, everybody, it's Cole Bowling back again with Topeka Business Uncensored, and today I have a new a, a new uh, business, a newer business, been around a couple years now, but I'm, I'm really excited this because you want to talk about a grassroots, homegrown, just a, a, a business that people are just thriving about. They love it. They've got some great product. Today, I have Darlene Morgan with me, and she is the owner of Milk and Honey Coffee Company. It is in, it is in Southeast Topeka, and I'll tell you what, I've been a customer. It's fantastic. The, the idea, the, the, the concept, the product, not just the coffee, but everything else. But I will let her tell you about it. You, you cannot, you're not going to get it from a better source. So welcome, Darlene. Thank you for being on Hi, today. Cole. Hi, thanks for having me. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. So tell everybody about your business and what you guys do. Some of you, maybe about your mission and, and what you're all about. Right. right on. Well, first of all, I'm a co-owner and actually we have a couple of owners. I consider a couple. The other one is Chris Hartman. He's a direct uh, co-owner business partner that is also here at the shop. And then I really think that we have a third partner and that is uh, Blue Jazz Coffee Roasters, uh, the owner of that, Kevin Connard, who actually, you know, kind of came up with the concept of, you know, more of a coffee shop for us. And, um, and you know, so the three of us came together and, and really, uh, really started, you know, this you know this coffee shop slash deli just cafe whatever you want to call it over here in East Topeka. Okay. So what all do you guys offer inside of your and, inside of your shop? Okay. Am I losing you a so little bit? So we open on. Are you there? Yeah, I lost you a little bit there. You're good okay. now. I can see you. Okay. It's telling me my internet connection is unstable. I think because I'm outside. I've got you right now. So you're good. Keep going. You're good. Okay. All right, Cole. So we open on uh, 316 of 2020. And I call it 316 2020 because, you know, honestly, for the first year we were saying, yeah, we opened March 16th. And it was literally on our one year anniversary that we wanted to develop this new drink. My daughter thought of, you know, this lemonade refresher. And she wanted to call it the 316 refresher. And so Chris, the other owner, he's like, okay, well, let's look that up, make sure there isn't anything else associated with 316. And it's like the first thing that pops up is John 316. And we're like, really? How did we mm -hmm. miss that? Because we had tried opening so many days, months before, and it never worked out. I mean, we tried opening in October and, you know, the city just, there's so many, there's so many hoops that you have to jump through and things that you have to do to open up a local business you know a lot of it is mm -hmm. really meant to protect and make sure that you know you're doing the right thing but um anyway you know back to the date i think it, i think 316 was the day that we were actually meant to open even though it was uh three days before the pandemic began you know it's funny that date is real in my life too because that day my wife and i were living in florida and yeah. we decided to come back to Kansas for to surprise my father-in-law for his birthday. And that was when they started going real crazy with, Hey, we're what's going on. We're getting ready to shut down. Like they couldn't, things were starting to get really hairy. And it was like, 
all of a sudden, by the time we drove back, because we drove from Florida, by the time we got back, boom, shut down. So that right. whole week right in there, I'll never forget that week. That was a scary week for everybody. And yet you launched a business at the beginning yeah. of a pandemic <laughs> and you're still here. I mean, that, that's, a, yeah. that's a feat in itself. So talk to me a little bit about what was it like to start a business in the pandemic and, and be successful. Well, I'll be honest with you. You know, I, I watch some of the news. I talk to people and, you know, pick up on a few things here and there, you know, as I see them, you know, maybe on social media or something. But, you know, I heard people were getting sick and there was a virus going around. But it honestly, I think we were so consumed with just opening the business, making sure everything was going to go smooth. We were doing these soft openings, you know. Opening a shop is new for Chris and I. I mean, we've, you know, for me personally, I've had a couple of other stints, you know, being an entrepreneur, but nothing like this at all. So when we opened, it it honestly wasn't on my mind. Um, it probably wasn't until, you know, a couple of days in that, you know, we got a letter or actually we got um, a phone call from the county and an email that said, hey, you know, all businesses are going to have to shut down, you know, close their doors. If you have a drive through, you can utilize that. And that's honestly when it just, it hit me hard. I remember mm -hmm. sitting in my living room with my daughters. I've got three daughters and I just felt like this feeling of shock and sadness and fear. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was overwhelming because, you know, it's hard enough opening your shop. It's hard enough. There's just so many things you have to think about. Yeah. And then when you throw something on top of that, that is going to, you know, put things back. It's going to change how you do everything on top of just the regular operations. Um, you know, it can set a lot of anxiety inside of you. So, so how, was, how'd you, how'd you fight through it? What'd you do? How I through it. That's a great question because honestly, I'm going to give a lot of props to our team. Our team is made up of a lot of young people. You know, we've got kids working here from ages 14 to young adults, single moms. You know, at the time we had an empty nester and, you know, um, an, an older, you know, older status and stuff. And, you know, I remember walking into the shop feeling just distraught and I remember a couple of the the young students here they were uh one was just out of school one was finishing school and they were just like okay what are we gonna do how do we make mm -hmm. this work you know if we need to we can run coffee out to the cars you know we can stand outside and I'm just like wow you guys are just you're into this and mm -hmm. I just thought hey you know it it still didn't take away you know the fear and the apprehensions but it was a huge part of getting through it was the team because they're just we do we've got some young people working here that it keeps me going I it literally keeps me that just, going that gave me chills listen to that because I mean I wrote down I wrote down something here and it says the team you know it, it's like the team makes the dream right because yeah we are entrepreneurs and when we get in <laughs> the space between our ears is our biggest enemy right and oh when gosh. we get when we get stuck there yeah. we can't sometimes get out 
but you go and you have a team and your team's looking at you for leadership and guidance and, oh, yeah. and you have to get out of your own way. Like it really can propel you forward. So anybody that's listening yeah. to this, if you do have a business and you're thinking, or you're thinking about starting a business, it's okay not to try to do it all yourself. When you have right. team members and you have people just like Darlene here has, you know, you can really push forward because now there's a bigger picture at play. There's other people at play. And then you go and you got younger kids who are like, yes, so what, right? Well, we, we, there's a million ways to skin this cat, you know, but yeah, a lot of people want to give, yeah. I mean, a lot of people want to give this generation, whatever generation it is now, right. They want to give them a hard time about being lazy and all this other stuff. But the one thing that people don't understand about this, this generation is they're creative. They're strategic. They come up with so many different they're ways to do things too. and they're very courageous. And, and that's awesome that you are employing people from as, as young as 14, all the way up to, you know, like you said, single, single, single people, right? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, honestly, I, you know, and I say it and I, I, I post about it all the time. I don't know what I would do with Adam. I, I just, I don't know, but so I want to make sure that I get something else out there. You know, I, I think the other component to that, and it's a huge component is my faith in Christ. I mean, Beautiful. honestly, that is, that has gotten me through some things from when I was super small up until now. And it's not until you encounter these challenges and then you've gone through them that you realize, okay, I got through that. I'm here now. And so I really need to just take a step back. It's going to be fine. Is it going to be easy? No. I mean, you're going to have to do some things different. And so, you know, my faith has gotten me through tons of stuff. Honestly, I talking about the faith and, and right. your faith in Christ and, and you have faced adversity. I mean, there's been other than the pandemic, you had some you had some challenges with the city of Topeka, right, or in, right. in Shawnee County or something. Talk right. a little bit about um, a little bit about that and how you were able to overcome that. And because because this this almost destroyed you guys as a business as well, from my understanding. And yet here we are today, strong as ever, moving forward. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that adversity and what you went through. Okay. You know, I want to start off with you know right from the beginning when you're opening a business in Shawnee County. There, there are several steps and that you, that you absolutely have to go through. And I just want to touch on those briefly. You know, when we came up with the idea and the business plan and we spoke to our bank, like in July of 2019, you know, in our minds, we thought, hey, you know, this, is, this building's in decent shape and the owner was very active and willing to help. And we thought, we're just going to throw some paint on. We're going to remove this, cover this up and this and that. And, you know, only to discover you just, you cannot do that. You just, you can't, you have to hire architects. You have to hire contractors. And, you know, part of that, I think it's really good because, you know, if you don't have the idea of, you know, what to do electric, electrically and with the plumbing, you know, that's where, you know, it can really come into play and, and you need that professionalism. So a lot of it's really good, but I, I still feel like there's there was other areas that for a small business owner like ourselves, where you know Chris is putting all of his retirement money into it, you know, I can't think of a lot of people that have this huge lump sum of money 
to just say, you know, I can do all this and hire whatever sure. I need. There are things that I really, I still feel like we could have done ourselves without having to go through, um, you know, professionals and stuff that cost us, you know, thousands of extra dollars, you know, sure. to, to satisfy, you know, the county's guidelines and stuff, you know, and that's hard, you know, for local, you know, local businesses, local owners, entrepreneurs, you know, it's really tough. And so, you know, when people say, hey, you know, they make it difficult to open, um, that's true. And, you know, I've always felt like, you know, I want there to be guidelines, I want there to be rules, but I want them to be in a way where you look at, the Shawnee County looks at each business as its own entity. Okay, how much does this business actually need help from? How much does this business actually need to hire all these uh, agencies and stuff to help them with? You know, I think it's a case-by-case -case basis. And so when we, when we came up with the concept in July, we had to go through four different meetings just to even get approved to start the business. You had to go through a planning commission. You had to go through, um, you know, through a board, through a neighborhood meeting, and then finally the city council, you know, to do all this. And, um, you know, it's frustrating and it's very... Um, you know, it can, it can make a person feel defeated, but yeah, that's just, you know, that's crazy. where you, you got to persevere. You just got to keep going. And honestly, Cole, I cannot imagine if I hadn't continued to work at the same time, if we didn't have Chris's retirement, if we didn't have, you know, the expertise of Kevin Connard, who's, you know, helping us, you know, navigate these steps uh, mm -hmm. to say, Hey, you know, just, keep going it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and um so i mean that's just the start of it it makes you kind of wonder what it what if, what if they don't do that is like a grit factor for you right like like maybe the city and i'm just throwing this out there maybe the county does that to people so that they can make sure that these people can handle businesses long term so they aren't yeah. seeing the turnover because if you just I, let I everybody and anybody you know it, I, I call it the grit factor right where i love it if 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 you can make it through our, our red tape, like, <laughs> like jokes on you, but not really, like you make it through this pain. I mean, just getting signage approved, right? Like right. Just all these right. things that, that is required, you make it through, you're probably not going to close your doors next week. You're going to fight right. and keep fighting. You're not going to be a, you know, yeah, fly by night. I totally agree. I actually talked to someone about that too. It's like, Hey, you know, if you, you go through all of these stipulations, you know, they're going to say, Hey, you know, you definitely are going to stick around. And I think that's super important for, for our city that we definitely have businesses that, you know, they really want to make it happen and they want to um, see an improvement in our city. You know, they mm -hmm. want to do things that, you know, are really going to make a difference and, you know, help wherever they're at. So, you know, I love that concept, Cole. I think that's, I think that's a great, that's a great idea. And I think it is something that a lot, you know, we need to think about when we're opening businesses here. You know, I think there are things, you know, like signage and stuff like that. It can be, you know, a certain, you know, there can be a little bit of, you know, flexibility yeah. in yeah. it, you know, certain things, but yeah. Yeah. And how would you know though? Like, how would you have ever known that you couldn't just go slap some paint on and, and change the cabinets out and all that? Like that's, it's, it's, and this is more for anybody listening to this, like 
these are things that a lot of people don't know and they don't really even think about. Right. And, yeah. and being in, being in the real estate world and dealing with all this stuff on the regular basis, I do hear all these different things where people are like, what I got to do? Why do I have to do that? And all that. And, and yet like when you are a new entrepreneur and you are opening a new business, like it is very, very like running through mud, right? It's, it's it literally really running through mud yet. If you went and did it again tomorrow, just think how much faster you'd be. Oh my gosh. And, All the experience so, yeah. you've gained and mm -hmm. that experience that you can share with other young entrepreneurs, with other new people that are starting out. And we get, you know, several people come to us and say, Hey, you know, what did it take? Because I'm thinking about doing this. So what do I need to know? You know, there's def there's agencies out there. I think, you know, there's Kansas Network. And of course, you know, our bank, Heritage Bank was tremendous yep. in helping us. I mean, they had a lot of knowledge themselves to help a local business. And so there's them, there's a small business administration. You know, you, yes. you got to take the time to dig and get that information. And, you know, it just takes a lot of perseverance and patience to do it. You just got to be patient. Talk to me a little bit about your mission. Yeah. So what is your mission? Why do you, why are you so compelled to do this? Um, you know, I think it's just for me personally, I, I know Chris has his own mission and, you know, he's very driven as well, you know, to help the community. For me personally, I, I thought of this for years. I, I haven't thought about that it would be coffee or anything like that. You know, even as, you know, as, when I was young, I thought, hey, you know, I want to be, you know, a family psychologist. I want to help families. You know, when you, I got that because, you know, my family's going through difficulties. And I think sure. I don't want others to experience this. So, you know, what can I do to help others? How do I use my trials and challenges to help others? So, I mean, I've kind of gone through, you know, a few different missions in life, but it's never deviated away from, being community driven from helping others from making a difference. So, you know, a mm -hmm. lot of my jobs, you know, I worked at uh, family service and guidance center as, you sure. know, yeah. uh, in the crisis department. So helping families. And then I worked with the district attorney's office, helping victims of domestic violence. Um, you know, when I was going through a pretty difficult divorce, I, you know, found ways to help others, but at the same time, you know, help myself. So I did like, you know, sports photography and, and, you know, helping people mow their yards. I mean, it's just kind of like something that, I don't know, it's just been a component in my life. And it's something that I try to teach my girls that, you know, if you're gonna do something, giving to others is one of the most gratifying things that you can do for yourself. You know, if yeah. just, it's just that basic concept of paying it forward you know, and how those things, they, you know, what it makes you feel inside. Um, you know, honestly, when I think about, you know, the shop itself, when we, when Kevin, Chris and I got together, I remember us meeting, we met at World Cup and I remember us talking about it. And I told Kevin, I said, you know, I, first of all, I want it in an area where it's needed. You know, I'm not yeah. going to go out to Wanamaker. <laughs> well, you hit go, that on the head. <laughs> I'm not going to go where there's just like this plethora of other, even, you know, just small cafes. I want to go sure. where it's needed. Not to mention the fact that, you know, you have to go where your comfort is. 
you know, I live over here by Lake Shawnee. I'm a graduate of Highland Park High School. Okay. So I was talking about the mission. And so, you know, Kevin, Chris and I, we got together at World Cup. I remember this because, you know, they serve blue jazz there. And I'm like, okay, you know, well, this is, this is good. You know, let's try this out. Let's just get the atmosphere and the feel of it. And I remember talking to Kevin and Chris and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to go somewhere where it's saturated with other coffee mm -hmm. shops and other, you know, small cafes and stuff like that. I said, my mission is I want to bring these two communities together. You know, I live by Lake Shawnee. I'm a graduate of Highland Park High School. So I want to bring these communities together. Not only that, I'm thinking in my head about Highland Park and the whole community itself and how, you know, I want to create this safe place for kids to go where they can go, they can sit, there can be mentoring, mm -hmm. there can be ministering, tutoring, all this kind of stuff. And yeah. I remember them looking at me and saying, yeah, hey guys. I remember them looking at me saying, yeah, I don't know. You know, we probably need, really need to focus on coffee and, you know, you know, the barista end of it, espresso and, you know, selling sandwiches. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, you know, I feel like God's just telling me there's got to be, there's something more to it. And me personally, mm -hmm. it's like, if you tell me, yeah, you're only going to do this. I'm absolutely going to say, why? Mm -hmm. Why am I only going to do that if I'm capable of so much more? Yeah. And so, you know, when it got going and stuff like that, of course, it takes a while to literally create, you know, that mission that you have. I mean, you still have to get like the business, the business end of it. But mm -hmm. once we got going, honestly, I think this is where the pandemic in this strange way was a blessing in disguise and i don't get me wrong here i don't want this for anybody i'm i'm sure. sorry that happened i still wish it hadn't you know we could do it without but when it all ha came down you know a couple of us were thinking well how do we get our how do we get the community's minds off of this you know, we're selling them coffee. We want to make them happy. We want to make them comfortable and feel okay about, you know, what we're doing and that, you know, we're not touching their cup in a certain way. You know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of fear in everybody. And that's where Cole, I know it was meant to be. It was like, okay, this is more than a coffee shop because, you know, a couple of them were thinking about, well, let's write messages on the cups. And so we kind of thought about that and we're like, yeah, you know, something inspirational. And we're like, okay, can't write directly on the cup. That's, you know, too risky. And my daughter's like, well, let's write them on the coffee sleeves. So that's mm -hmm. where the idea of writing these messages on the sleeves and Cole, it just took off. And that's where I started feeling like, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's it. And all of a sudden, you start realizing that your mission is coming to fruition. It's happening. Mm -hmm. And how much more can you do with it? And so little by little, we just start doing, you know, more and more. Then it gravitates into bringing local artists in, you know, and displaying their work. And we don't charge them. Why am I going to charge a local artist when yeah. they're already not making right? a lot of money? Yeah. <laughs> 
exactly these artists here and i talk to them I'm like hey you know if you really start making bank here or something you know we'd love a little kickback but for now sure, yeah, that's we're trying point. to help yeah. you get started you yeah. know and then it gravitates into you know we get these students involved not just working here you know their first time jobs but giving them these life skills that they need to mm -hmm. move into the future and then we get the students the high school we get this contest going with you know the mural of you know the murals on both sides of the building because we want we know yeah. there's talent we know there's talent out there that we want to display it you know why limit it so that's awesome it's, that's awesome it's exciting you got me going it's just exciting and and i really appreciate you doing this because it makes it so much more real to see it happening. Well, and I think that the thing that's coming through from to me is like how much you really are passionate about this. Like yeah. it, we really haven't even talked about the business itself, right? Like I know, I'm what sorry. We, no, no, this is great because what this tells me is it doesn't matter what the business is. It is about the people. If the person is passionate about doing a mission of take, you know, helping others, you know, writing, writing little positive sayings, it's the little things that we do that help a bigger picture, right? Like yeah. nobody changes the world overnight. It's no. one step at a time, right? And and even God didn't create the world in one one sitting, right? And so as we look at what you're talking about and what I love so much about this is I've gotten I've gotten the chills a little bit listened to that, you know, that the little just like it just makes me tingle and, and the positive, you know, and and really seeing your passion for your your people, your business, you know, and and it's like you said, it's not necessarily about the coffee, right? Like yeah. if you're, if you're doing, if you're displaying artwork for people, if you're selling local honey, if you're whatever it may be, right? Like there's so many more aspects and facets yeah. to this. And then the coolest thing is you're just getting started. I guess so. We're only into our second year here. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, still, you're still elementary school, right? Like you're I still, so. it, we're still in the, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I think that's the other thing a lot of people don't think about with businesses is like everybody wants everything now. Like it's gotta be right now. And I'm no exception yeah. to that. Right. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, I, I help people build businesses. I understand businesses. And yet the one thing that always comes back is everybody has a hard time with being patient and the Lord is yeah. patient. Right. And, and our, our, our mission has to be a patient and we have to be patient to know that it's just one more day, right? If we show up That's one so more true. day, that it doesn't so need to true. be one more week, one more year, none, one more day. And we go one more day and one more day. And that's how we're doing it, right? That is so absolutely true. I mean, I try to teach my girls that where they feel like, oh my gosh, I've got to accomplish this now, or I have to deal with this issue right now. Mm -hmm. And I've learned over my lifetime that, hey, guess what? That problem is going to be there tomorrow. It's okay. So, I mean, and we've learned mm -hmm. that in our business too, where, you know, as we learn how to staff, how to stock, how to purchase, when to purchase, how much stuff to keep, mm -hmm. you know, and all those aspects of building a business. I mean, you learn that every day you're going to have something else that you need to learn and just accomplish. Yeah, I, I love this. I, I did, you know, it's funny because I could, you could drive by a business all day long, right? And you can see 
oh, that's pretty. You know, they got a nice building. They're doing some cool things. But it really takes these conversations with 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 business owners to really understand that there's a lot more behind the scenes that we don't see in the and the customers. I mean, even if you look at the people probably in your drive through right now, like they think you make you sell coffee, you know, but really you're selling a dream and you're selling a you're selling a lifestyle and, and you're you're empowering younger people. You're That's bringing right. in all these different facets from from a faith based business to yeah. a to a family business, to a friends and family business, yeah. to a coffee business. It there's, and I think that's one of the things I love about doing this podcast with with business owners and and I, I've had cafe owners and 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 you know attorneys on here and and corporate executives and and everything comes back to one thing is they really do care about people and they want the best for people and 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 people love coffee. And yet it's really yeah. just, it's the vehicle that's taking you to your goal. It's the, it's the avenue that you're following. And, and I love what you're doing. I think that your Thank business you. is phenomenal. And I hope that I can, ne next time I'm on the side town, I'm hoping the line isn't for me. Cause I'm, cause I'm being, you know, greedy here. I hope the line isn't out the street so I can get up there and get something. Yeah. Uh, but for you, I hope the line is always out the street. I appreciate and, uh, that. And, and thank you so much for being on here today. I know you and I could cover a lot and I don't want to take up all your day. Uh, however, I hope that if you're, if you're listening to this and you're understanding that um, there is so many other businesses in our community that if you don't go to the Southeast side of town ever, if you're a Southwest person, take the trip. Take the time. You know, take the time. I, I, I would say you're right behind the McDonald's, but they just leveled that whole McDonald's. However, what's up everybody. This is Cole bowling with the bowling group at Keller Williams Realty, one legacy partners here in Topeka. And you are listening to Topeka business uncensored. Here we go. Just fun, exciting little place. And I hope everybody listening can go. What's that? Locally sourced. You know, like a all lot the of stuff local, in here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Local honey, all that kind of stuff. Tea Creek, you know, and Pfeiffer honey. We just, we try to do as much local products as we can. So it's so much yeah. better for the body too, to eat local. Yeah. Like it's so much better for your allergies, it's so much better for, yeah. for everything in your body. So if you want some real local, good, wholesome food that you can get go check out milk and honey coffee company and uh thank you darlene for being on here today it was such a oh, great thank you. meeting you yeah definitely thank you. and when this airs i'm hoping that you are in you know it should be out probably in the middle of june and uh so if you're listening to this now go over milk and honey check it out and thanks again for for being yeah, on today darlene absolutely thank you all right so you have a good day all right all you right. too uh -huh. all right what's the uh You've been listening to Topeka Business Uncensored, where we interview business owners in the Topeka, Kansas area about their business and a little bit about them as a person. I'm Cole Bowling, and I am one of the co-owners with my wife, Jamie, of the Bowling Group Real Estate Team with Keller Williams, One Legacy Partners in Topeka. If you are thinking about selling, buying, or investing in real estate, I'd love to connect with you through our website at thebowlinggroup.com.